Hello and welcome to another episode of Two Men Talking. Those two men being Stanley and Fred will make it a point to walk and talk every weekend and their discussions may make you laugh, may touch your heart, and sometimes may even annoy you. But one thing's for certain, these two great gentlemen will keep their real, organic, human-to-human conversations going, conversations that never end. On today's podcast, we take a look at texting. Despite its immediacy and convenience, is there a downside? If so, what is it? Who better to discuss this with than two men talking? Stanley, you can go first. What's your take on texting? Well, I just wanted to make a comment before we began. My wife, who was deceased and is probably in heaven, if there was a phone way to contact me, she would have called me and commented. Fred said so many nice things about you, but he didn't live with you for 60 years. One thing I will tell you, between the hereafter and here, there's no telephone or taxing. And now I'll comment a little bit on my opinion. Um, I like talking. Face-to-face or the telephone, there's nothing like it. Then we're talking really about language, words, meaning, tone, body language. So I'm, I'm not happy with texting at all. And I'm not happy. Uh, really, I, I like telephone and I like face-to-face. I agree with Stanley. Uh, There's a quote, speech is the mirror of the soul. As a man speaks, so he is. And someone said that in 50 BC. So think for a moment. What are the most important events in your life? All talking, not texting. Will you marry me? Millions and millions of people view the Mona Lisa. And what do they say? They say, wow, oh my God. They don't text. When your children are born, you express your joy in words, not texting. At christenings, at baptisms, at bar mitzvahs, at bat mitzvahs, everyone expresses joy verbally. The room doesn't get quiet and everyone takes their phone out and they text. So at all family events, it's a verbal experience. And when you're with that special person and you're ecstatic because you've just experienced a feeling that's incomprehensible. You express that pleasure with words and sounds, not your phone, not your thumbs. And you're in a place of maximum tranquility, happiness, and serenity. So talking, conversation uh, is the ultimate way of expression. So here's a question for both of you, and that is when you're with someone uh, younger or same age who's addicted to the text, process, how do you deal with it? Do you ever speak up and say, why don't you put that down and let's talk, or do you just ignore it? Stanley? Unfortunately, I speak up because sometimes you go out to dinner and a person takes out their their cell phone, they put it, they put it on the table. I say, what are you doing? Well, I may I expect a text or a call. I, I'm, not, I'm not happy. I, I antagonize my uh, I'm sorry to say one of my relatives by saying, uh, we're eating and and you're looking at your cell phone. Very unpleasant. And just to emphasize one of my points, I'm going to send a text now to Fred. He'll answer me. I'm going to say, Fred, how are you? And he'll answer me back. But what uh, the point being, 
I miss his body language because I think body language is very important. And Fred and I have talked about this. I believe in rhythm. There's a rhythm in speech. So if I meet you, Jordan, I say, Jordan, how are you? I know the answer before you talk. You're going to say, oh, I'm fine. What have you been doing? Oh, I'm, what have you been doing? And there's a rhythm of speech. You can anticipate the conversation when you meet someone. People look at me and say, oh, you're working, you're retired. And I know where that, I, 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 I meet people and I know the whole conversation. Then I'm going to say, oh, how's your grandchildren? Oh, let me take out a picture if you want to see small grandchildren. That's conversation. And that's the rhythm of speech. You don't get that, you, you don't get that texting. And there's a problem with young people talking because a lot of young people don't know the rhythm of speech. I find that uh, unpleasant. So I like to meet people and I like to, I like to, and you don't get that on texting. And I'll tell one more point. A lot of people text you because they don't want to talk to you, okay? They're avoiding the issue. They're hiding behind their phone. Sometimes all of a sudden, uh, seven o'clock, I'll get a text. Oh, I've been trying to reach you all day. Nobody tried to reach me all day. Hmm. So the points I'm making about rhythm of speech, about hiding behind your phone, uh, I, and I'm verbal about it. That's why I gave a whole speech on loneliness. I'm by myself. I'm verbal about it. <laughs> Fred? Hey, Stanley's 100% right. So both texting and conversation are central to managing relationships. However... One is spontaneous, the other is not. And if a key ingredient to friendship and relationships is capturing the moment, then conversation far exceeds a text. Life's most important opportunities come from other people. People give, and they will only do it if they feel a connection, a connection with you. So is a text given by your thumbs more powerful than the spoken word spontaneously expressed? I think not. And some people say talk is cheap, only if you treat it as cheap. If you use it well, conversation becomes our most precious asset. Nothing beats a conversation in person, on the phone. I find the phone is very effective. I'm working with uh, some people that are very tech savvy. I'm not as tech savvy as them. And at first, I was wor a little bit concerned about that. And what I find is that the phone makes uh, everything happen now. You could get lost in a world of technology, but getting someone on the phone in the moment is precious. Gentlemen, people who are constantly on their phones texting away seem to be trying to fit more stuff into less time by abbreviating communication, and they may be doing themselves a disservice. Well, I have a saying about me. Time is my enemy, and I... Uh... I think we're going to do a podcast on time. I don't know if people appreciate time, and time is a, um, is relative to your age, how you appreciate time. That's really, I mean, that's what I feel about time. So texting, uh, I, spend, I spend time, a lot of people call me in the morning. I spend time on the phone, and I, oh, my God, it's 12 o'clock. Hmm. I can't. 
believe it is. <laughs> I've been on the phone talking. So I appreciate time very much. How does time relate to texting? And people want to dispose of an issue. They text you and they move on. They don't have to talk to you on the phone. They just get rid of it. I think one of the most powerful conversations that we have is the one that we have with ourselves and not with another person. It's the voice in your head. And it's usually not positive. It usually involves the past interpretations, fantasies, etc. So how do you manage that conversation? You treat it like a call from the telemarketer, you hang up. I think that's very relevant and that you can't do with a text. I think a lot of stressed out people listening to Stanley and Fred today are very much in agreement. But guys, what advice do you have for those who are totally attached to their phones and can't put them down? There's no advice you can give. I was in the doctor's office last week. There were six people in the waiting room. Everyone had their telephone out. I was amazed. Everyone had their phone out. Another point I'd want to make, Jordan, language is very important and the meaning of language. People use words, and sometimes my interpretation of the word or the sentence is different than your interpretation. And we don't realize it, maybe, until we start to talk. When I um, worked, I wouldn't really give an opinion on a, on a text and, or really express myself on a text. I say, you got to come in. You got to make an appointment to come in. This whole topic is interesting because what we come really down to is a use of language, use of words, emotion. But look, I send you a text. You don't know the tone. Someone said to me, when you send a text and you're mad, use all capital letters. Mm. I said, I never heard of that. What does that mean? That shows that you're angry. You're showing an emotion by using all. I never heard of that. However, if I meet you, and I talk to you from my body language and the tone of my voice. Because, you know, when people get angry or you don't think you, you know, I don't think you're listening, or my tone goes up. And that doesn't happen with texting. Walk on the streets in New York, nobody's looking at you. They're all looking at their phone. And I'm not kidding. You, you go into a restaurant, you'll see a whole family, and they're all sitting at the table, and they're all looking at their phones. But... Further to what Stanley said, um, opinions are an interesting concept. You could text an opinion to someone. However, if you're in a room with and, and you express your opinion, there's going to be a different reaction than a text. One more thing to remember about texting, the computer will decide how to spell certain words. And oftentimes you hit send before you check the spelling of the word you intended to send. It doesn't come out that way, and uh, you're in an OMG situation. That stands for oh, my God, by the way. Gentlemen, any final thoughts on uh, your relationship, better or worse, because you put the phones down? Nothing's more valuable than an in-person uh, conversation. Absent that, on the telephone, people constantly tell me uh, with virtual meetings, um, it's just not the same as a in-person meeting. There's no substitute for it. Communication today is the name of the game. So any communication I get, I'm happy to get it. And I'm not, I'm not really critical of it. I would prefer, I have my preferences of telephone over texting, 
a personal meeting over telephone. But I'm, look, I'm happy to get, uh, people know I'm alive, so I'm happy to get every communication. <laughs> I love that. Even the funeral homes, I'm happy to talk to them. They send me a communication. Folks, Stanley and Fred would love to hear your thoughts on texting, on human interaction and the like. You can email them, stanleyandfred at twomentalking.com. Once again, that's stanleyandfred at twomentalking.com. And be sure to tune in next time when Stanley and Fred will engage in something tried and true, and they'll celebrate the art of conversation. Thanks for listening, and have a great day.